Martin Kenny, we were looking at the effect of the pressure on the office of the DPP on victims. But on the other side is the case of alleged perpetrators. 17% of the country's prison population is prisoners who are on remand. That's around yep. 800 prisoners waiting for their case to come through. There may not be much public sympathy or political hate to be made on it, but it's not right either, is it? Yeah, well, it's, it's putting huge pressure on, on the prison system. I mean, the prison system is already overcrowded. We had a statement, I think, in the last number of weeks from the, the head of the prison service that they have a lot of a lot of cases that they have prisoners sleeping on the floor because they, they don't have space for them. And that's a part of that is because there's such a high number of prisoners on remand. We also have a problem in our prison service and our whole sentencing system, which I think needs to be examined, is short sentencing, where a lot of people come in for short sentencing of a number of months and then they're out again and then they're back in again and out again and back in again and that conveyor belt system is something that we need to we need to examine as a society I think as to how we deal with it but it does put a lot of pressure on the prison system I visited the headquarters of the prison system in Longford recently and had a lengthy discussion uh, there as to what what services they are providing and how they're enhancing those services and what they're doing for to try and ensure that we can break that uh, conveyor belt system which is in place for so so many people and which is putting huge pressure on our prison system which we don't need to have you know so what we, do you want to see to more do you want to see more prison places or do you want well, to see I think initially we may need some more prison places until we get this dealt with but ultimately what we need to see is reducing our prison population we need to see see alternatives to prison for particularly people who are talking about uh, where we're talking about uh, low level crime we need to see more uh, I think community action there where people can come and go out on, on, on sentences like that we we need to we need to examine as to why we have so many people in prison who have mental health issues so many people in prison who are serious addiction issues and are there as a consequence of those problems rather than a consequence of a commitment to crime and that's something I think that we all have to deal with. Jim O'Connor, there's legislation coming down the track that could see the state being sued over lengthy delays for prosecuting cases. Um, it'll be open to, to the plaintiff, is it, to sue the state? Is that the, is, is that what, what, the, what the legislation will allow? Well, I'm not aware of that legislation uh, yet, Colin, but certainly uh, if somebody is on remand, the reason they're on remand is because their uh, application for bail has been refused by a court. Uh, so they've had a hearing and it's not like it's done haphazardly. The reason a person is remanded in custody is because the court adjudicates that that person is a flight risk if they're granted bail or else they may be a threat to other individuals because of uh, the offence like committed or alleged to have been committed but in terms of the uh, speeding up the process again obviously we need to speed up the process it's unacceptable that we have overcrowding in prisons I hope it's a short term measure I don't believe it is going to be a long term issue I was up in Mount Joy as well recently I know there were overcrowding issues there but in many respects I suppose this is a consequence of our ever increasing population you're necessarily going to get more crime as your population increases and you're consequently going to get more people uh, who are imprisoned But do more prison places inevitably then just get filled. There's a greater political pressure to have harsher think, sentences yeah, I don't and think custodial that, sanction for, for I, don't, I don't think we have that type of, you know, incarceration culture here as they have in other countries. I think most political people believe that the only people who should be incarcerated are people who are a physical threat to others who've committed crimes of violence. I think that's the large uh, view. I certainly would agree that, you know, we don't want to be filling up prison places with people who have addiction issues. Sometimes people go into prison with an addiction issue and they come out with an even worse addiction issue. And I think that needs to be treated as opposed to using right. prison spaces as a place for people who have serious Ivana issues. Bacic, where, where would you put the investment? Into more prison places uh, or to, to the... Uh, or would you prefer the same funding to go into 
treating addiction issues and mental health services or both? Look, we need a radical change in prioritisation in our criminal justice and our penal system specifically to move funding away from uh, increasing the number of prison places because research internationally shows the more prison places that are built the more they are filled and that does not serve victims and it does not serve society and it does not serve those who are generally who are being prosecuted and convicted because the vast majority are in are in for short term sentences and that does not provide any opportunity for rehabilitation so some years ago Colm I did a report for the Justice Committee Does it logically Follow though that if the DPP is to get through more work, if the courts are to get through more work and increased guard the resources lead to a greater number of prosecutions that more places will be needed. Well, in 2014, what we recommended, and we had cross-party support in the Justice Committee, because there is an understanding among legislators that more prison places is not necessarily the best way to stop crime and to prevent crime, that rehabilitation and ensuring that people are not sent back out into the community simply to re-offend on a revolving door, that that has to be stopped. So we need to see much much, uh, greater commitment to resourcing the probation service, community service orders, and indeed a drugs court program Program, where we see court-ordered rehabilitation as a measure rather than simply sending people into prison. I was in Mountjoy in the DOCA Centre recently myself again. The DOCA Centre, which is the women's prison in Dublin, is always overcrowded. It's, the, it's a closed prison. It's not an appropriate facility in which to incarcerate the majority of women who are in for minor, not minor non-violent offences and who require intensive rehabilitation. We've, you know, I've seen prisons elsewhere, Colm, in, in, in a more enlightened prison service like that of Finland, where you have open prisons where you have prisons where people are sent a sort of step-down facility if you like you, you, would, you would probably need cross-party support for that there is you? I mean, I mean right. we have a penal right. reform group in the Oireachtas okay. uh, working with the Irish Penal Reform Trust that is looking at alternatives to prison that are actually more effective right. in preventing reoffending, and that's in everyone's interests particularly the interests of victims so that's where we need to go and it's a disappointment frankly that you know this has been this discussion has been going on for so long and we're still seeing prison overcrowding right. I, I just, the Fines Act was supposed I, to change this and stop people being sent in for non-payment of fines. You know, we're okay. supposed to have a form of bail systems and so on. And yet we're still seeing too many people in for non-violent minor offences for short okay. periods. Jim O'Callaghan, uh, at the start of the programme, Ivana Bacic mentioned this issue affecting um, barristers, particularly, I suppose, junior barristers. Yeah. Uh, the FEMPI cuts have yet to be unwound in, in that area. If those cuts uh, are unwound and payments to barristers go up, what will be pointed to normally is the high fees paid to, you know, half right. a million to a state solicitor yeah. in 2021 and over 316,000 to a senior counsel. In, 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 mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, those it kinds of things will not be politically popular. I'm correct. Do, I you support, you. I'm part, do, you, sorry, do you support unwinding it? I do, yeah. And why, I, why do you think, what's, what insight do you have into why that hasn't happened? You know, if it's going to deplete the store of barristers who are able to do cases on behalf of the DPP or indeed for for um, yeah on, on behalf of the DPP it's going to have to be cracked at some I point agree isn't you. It? maybe there isn't an appreciation of the impact it is having but like I know it is having an impact uh, when a barrister starts out their career the decision they have to make now is am I going to do criminal work or am I going to do civil work and a huge number of them are deciding I don't want to go down the criminal route those who go down the criminal route you know they have to cut their teeth in the district court and circuit court and if they're earning very small amounts of money for the first four or five years they're just going to move off and go over to civil litigation or they're going to get a job elsewhere. And the consequence of that is that at the top level we have a lot of very 
professionally qualified, excellent senior counsel in the criminal sphere, but the people coming behind them are dropping right. out. And even a couple of weeks ago, we saw that the DPP couldn't prosecute a case because she couldn't get a senior counsel to do it. So I do think it's something that government's going to have to crack. We're going to have to reverse the FMP uh, cuts. They're the only people in the state sector who haven't had the cuts reversed yet. Everyone else, senior politicians, senior civil servants. And that will mean inevitably more money to the DPP and the DPP has asked for it that to be additional to what its current needs are. I mean, would you support those calls? Well, isn't it is going to cost the state more. The prosecution of offences and the criminal justice system necessarily is going to keep costing the state more as time proceeds. The population is increasing, our economy is getting stronger. You're necessarily going to have greater pressures on the criminal justice okay. system. And I think we are just going to have to recognise that the funding needs to increase. Okay, but in fairness right. to government, they have been right. increasing and, and, and funding, you have made that as point. was recognised by the TPP okay. for, and she was grateful for it. We're back with more after this. 